Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Monday, July 12th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Economists are worried the Delta coronavirus variant could derail Europe's economic recovery. And there were a record number of unicorns born last quarter. And no, we're not talking about the mythical creatures. We'll tell you more about that. Plus, we'll hear from a European lawmaker who wants EU tech regulation to target American companies. But he claims he isn't being anti-American. We hope for sure that soon we will also have European companies in that size. And then these rules will also apply to them. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Europe has lifted most pandemic lockdown measures in recent months, and there's been a surge in business activity and retail spending. Most economists have upgraded their growth forecasts. But now there's worry that the spread of the Delta coronavirus variant, plus the new lockdowns and travel restrictions, could undermine this recovery. The Delta variant is extremely infectious, and it already accounts for most new cases in a lot of European countries. It's driving infection rates up to their highest level in months. Just last week, Germany and France warned citizens against traveling to Spain, which is a huge blow to that country's tourism industry right at the start of the crucial summer season. Also last week, the Netherlands said it would reintroduce restrictions because of a big rise in the country's daily infection rate. On the flip side, some economists say most infections have been among younger people who are less likely to fall seriously ill, and hospitalizations and deaths from the virus remain very low. European lawmakers are moving forward with their flagship tech regulation, the Digital Markets Act. And the man steering it through Parliament is the German lawmaker and the big tech critic Andreas Schwab. He says he wants the regulation to focus on the five biggest tech giants, Google, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Microsoft, all U.S. companies. The Biden White House warned the EU of pursuing anti-American tech policy. Schwab responded to that in an interview with the FT's EU correspondent, Javier Espinoza, who joins me now. Hey, Javier. Hi, Mark. So tell us a little bit about Andreas Schwab himself. What's he like? He is a savvy operator, from what I can see from, from the distance. He's someone who understands where the political debate is landing zone is. He, he is very agile in speaking with all the stakeholders. So you will see him engaging, for example, with like associations representing apps or like with the big tech companies and equally with his peers in the parliament, with the commission. And I'm highlighting this because in Europe right now, stakeholders are debating these rules. And it's very important for someone in his position to be able to move in through the system. So back to the regulation, um, the Digital Markets Act, how did he respond to the accusation that this regulation is uh, anti-American? He is just pointing out in his view that there are companies that have become too big. And in a way, it, it it's not really about being anti-American, but about identifying companies with a certain size and a certain clout in the market that need to be sort of, whose powers need to be curbed. I actually spoke to Schwab recently, and this is what he had to say. It's true that for the moment, it's most of all American companies. We don't know really with TikTok and with Alibaba, um, because some of them are not even uh, stock market listed. 
But we hope for sure that soon we will also have European companies in that uh, size, and then these rules will also apply to them, so there is no um, anti-Americanism at all here uh, in place. And he actually also made the point that in the U.S., that, you know, Congress itself is targeting companies with a valuation of 600 billion euros, meaning that Americans are also targeting American companies. Javier, one of the biggest arguments against tech regulation in general is that it could stifle creativity. What did Schwab say about that? He pushed back quite strongly against this idea. Uh, Schwab, just a little bit more history that you should know about this guy, is that he was also involved during the debate when the EU was regulated, the telecoms industry. So he, you know, the arguments over stifling innovation is something that he has heard before. And in fact, we now know with the benefit of hindsight that the telecom industry didn't suffer from uh, stifling on innovation and the consumers are arguably now better off. But he does acknowledge that there has to be the right balance. For sure, we have to find the right balance here between on the one side saying game over to unfair business practices, uh, saying very bluntly that we have been cheated for too long time by having heard that these are all algorithms, stupid, and we don't understand it as politicians. But on the other side, we have to make sure that we don't overregulate, that we just do something which is useful for the market, which is useful for other companies to be there in the market, to compete with each other at a fair basis. Um, does any of the stuff that happened at the OECD, the global corporate tax rate, does that affect at all some of these regulatory ambitions that are going on at the EU? Because a lot of it is, is uh, skirting taxes and that sort of thing. I, that's a very good point, Mark. It doesn't really affect it, but it goes in tandem with the narrative that big tech has gotten away with murder for too long. So on the one hand, kind of like the one leg is like this regulation that is actually tackling alleged anti-competitive behavior. So like business models. So like, for instance, the app store charging 30% fees to like app developers and like by that maybe undermining uh, rivals or like making difficult for people to enter the, the space. And on the other hand, then we have the debate about the digital tax. But even though they are sort of like within the big umbrella of big tech and how big tech should pay more and do better, they are sort of two separate processes. Javier Espinoza is the FT's EU correspondent. Thank you, Javier. Thank you. In the world of tech startups, there was a record number of unicorns last quarter. Unicorn is slang for a startup worth a billion dollars or more. Between April and June of this year, private investors assigned billion-dollar valuations to a record 136 startups. It's according to the data service CB Insights, and that's more than all of 2020. Most of them were in the U.S. There is more capital than ever chasing investments in private tech companies. That's Miles Krupa. He covers venture capital for the FT. A lot of the capital, however, is going to companies with traction already, so companies with product market fit in things like software and fintech. So a lot of the capital is actually going towards funding rounds of greater than $100 million. 
Miles said one of the reason there's so much capital out there is that we've been in a very low interest rate environment for years now. Big investors like sovereign wealth funds are not getting yield on government bonds. A lot of them are looking for investments in tech. You saw this through Abu Dhabi and Saudi Arabia backing the $100 billion vision fund. You're now seeing it with firms like Tiger Global that are doing a lot of deals and raising a lot of money from big investors. Whereas before the startup funding ecosystem was dominated by a few blue chip venture capital firms, it's much, much more diverse these days. That's the FT's venture capital correspondent, Miles Krupa. And before we go, a few words from the edge of space. To the next generation of dreamers, if we can do this, just imagine what you can do. Yay! That's Richard Branson, the 70-year-old founder of the Virgin Group. He rode a Virgin Galactic spacecraft into the lower reaches of space yesterday. It came after a 17-year quest marked by delay and disappointment and a billion dollars of his own personal fortune. Branson can now claim victory in the billionaire space race. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos won't make his galactic journey until next week. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc., 